everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in Taking Strahd Seriously, part 15. Uh, that is, tonight is going to be a little bit of a shorter session. It's only going to be two hours, but we aren't going to be having any breaks because all of us are going to Gen Con. Most of us have flights tomorrow morning at ungodly hours or are leaving their homes at ungodly hours to then pick up those people from the flights. So we are going to try and keep it short, concise as much we can, but... Uh, you do have next week's Curse of Strahd to look forward to, as this is the only game that we have whose schedule was not offset by the convention. So, hey, we got you, buddy. Uh, with that in mind, uh, today is July 30th, 2019, and you are loved. And that is a very important thing to remember. Other important things to remember is that we do this stream Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures. Uh, we also have a community Saturday uh, event that happens at 11 a.m. on Saturdays also here on the channel. Uh, so if you are interested in possibly joining the community for a game, uh, consider checking out our Discord, or you can possibly support us at patreon.com slash indoor adventures uh, for more of this good time. There's a cat on stream now. Is a good cat. Uh, however, uh, we also, if you are also interested in supporting the show by other means, uh, don't forget that with Twitch Prime you have a free subscription that you can use, so hey, why not use it towards this channel if you already have Amazon Prime, but, uh, if not, you can always go to bit.ly slash adventure merch where you can pick yourself up something nice. We got hoodies, we got t-shirts, we got mugs, we got posters, we got, I would, I was gonna say coasters, but I don't think that they actually sell those on on Streamlabs, but we're working on it. And soon, uh, I will be making uh, the ham pants that were brought up in uh, our our uh, Ghosts of Saltmarsh game. Because I can't find a way to just get the words butt printed on the butt part of pants, but I can get ham going down the side. So, ham pants. Uh, with that, though, that is it for me and my spiel. Other than that, hey, if you see any of us at Gen Con, feel free to say hi, uh, take a picture. I am a hugger, but, you know, please ask for hugs first because, you know, permission's a cool thing. Uh, otherwise, high fives, elbows, all around. Uh, RJ, who are you playing tonight? Hey, everybody, I'm RJ, and I'm playing Bartholomew, the human ranger. Hi, I'm LB Hackmap, and I'll be playing Silmi, the half-elf wizard. And I am the indoor adventurer, and tonight I shall be playing Kefris Malrezka, the mongrel folk barbarian. GB? I'm GB, and I'll be playing Stechen Van Antiel, the blood hunter knowledge cleric. And I'm Wings, I'm your DM for tonight for this very spooky Tuesday. Let's get it started off with the recap. Having witnessed the mysterious abbot perform the miracle of raising the burgomaster's dead son, Kefris offered to help him up in the abbey the following day. That night, as Kefris continued to have nightmares that racked his mind and body, Selmy forced him to face his beastly half in hopes that he'd come to terms with his condition. The nightmares persisted, and Session and Maybell began to theorize that perhaps an outside influence was to blame rather than his beastly rage rages. 
The next day, Bartholomew, Maybell, and Silmi took the horses for a ride outside the city walls, while Irina, Steshin, and Kefris made good on his promise to do some chores for the abbot. However, not all seems to be right at the abbey, as the patients have animalistic deformities, and they encountered an animated woman composed of stitched flesh. Oblivious to their discomfort, the abbot welcomed them eagerly, immediately ready to put them to work. We are actually going to start tonight with Silmi and Bartholomew, who are uh, <laughs> uh, riding horses outside of the city walls. Um, up here next to Kresik, the air is much thinner than it is deeper in the valley. Uh, it's actually, it feels safer. It feels more out of reach of Strahd's influence. Um, however, as you were riding through the woods, Bartholomew had a strange feeling of being watched. On your way back from having circumnavigated the city and um, returning to the gate after feeling a you know, a little skeeved out by that. Uh, you notice something that you didn't see on your way here, um, as it was hidden quite well. Uh, there is a, a little hillock that has kind of a cleft in the rock where um, it appears to be a place that, like, something fairly large could fit in there, but there's been a, 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 a wooden lean-to that's been pushed in front of it and kind of camouflaged with uh, branches and leaves. Did, Speedy, did you see that? Uh, yeah. I... The cool... I don't know what that is. Would you like to go check it out? Not really, no. I'd rather be inside right now. But we're right by the gate. If anything happens, the guards will be right there. Yeah, but we could also die. Or we could not. And have an adventure. Uh, you're so lucky you're paying me. <laughs> well, I would like to think that you do this because you like us, but that's all right. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I need to clear up some misconceptions here. And Speedy's like riding past her. Oh. It was like in a joking tone, <laughs> which never happens. Did he just make a joke? She leans back to Maybell. I dare say he did. He's, I think he likes us. <laughs> he might. He, he just might. <laughs> um, I will dismount and, uh, go towards this lean-to. Okay. Uh, what is your passive perception? Oh, that's a good question. I'm not even in D&D Beyond. <laughs> Mine too? Oh, I know your passive perception. Yeah. Nice and high. Um, <laughs> mine's probably pretty, pretty, uh, pretty nice if it's wisdom. It's probably like at least 13 if my internet will go. D&D Beyond, guys. 14. 14. Oh, wow. Yours is pretty good, too. <clears throat> All right. So you both um, get a glimpse of that red coat again uh, moving through the woods. Um, 
and having noticed that he has been spotted, uh, this man will just blatantly walk out from the bushes and reveal himself. Um, and you will recognize him as the man from Balaki, um, wearing the red coat. He's got round spectacles, um, and he appears to be a half-elf, uh, wearing a very dapper hat. Um, and the one from the, the saber-toothed tiger? Mm-hmm. Um, and he will, <laughs> he will step out of the bushes and say, not, not a step further, if you please. You just muted yourself. Why? What's the matter? I'm sorry, what'd you say? Why? What's the matter? I would prefer if you didn't release my saber-toothed tiger again. I'm sorry, was that really our fault? I feel like it wasn't. I assume that he's saying again as in his tiger escaped once and he doesn't want it to happen again. Right, but that wasn't our fault. But it would still be preferential if his saber-toothed tiger was still contained. I, I agree, and that's... what I'm sorry, why are you so stalking us in the woods? I wasn't stalking you. In fact, if I didn't know any better, I'd think that you were the one following me. Oh. Well, th- this is the first time we've seen you since Falaki. Yes, and that's with good reason. I'm trying to lay low. Also, would I be correct in assuming that it was you who broke into my tower? Your, oh, that was your tower? Well, it was until somebody broke into it and drew a bunch of werewolves to it who are now surrounding it and I cannot return to it. Oh, is that where they are? Well, that's helpful. Thanks for that. Why did you have a head in a box? Information. I- what? Information. Yes, I would like that information. No, I- I had a head in a box for information. She looks at (laughs) I have a spell that allows me to speak to the dead. Oh. Oh, that would be very useful. Wait, how does that work with the souls in this world? Uh, you hear a <laughs> from inside of the lean-to, and he says, could you step back a little bit? Oh. She hasn't eaten in a few days. <laughs> I step way back! <sighs> do, do the guards know you're here? No, and I would prefer to keep it that way. Okay. I'm actually staying with the abbot right now. Oh. That's nice. Um, I, I'm trying to separate player knowledge from character knowledge. Uh, <laughs> well, um, is there a reason that you're here? Or, or would you like us to just leave you alone? Quite frankly, I'm running out of places where I can hide. Why do you need to hide? He's gonna kind of look around, um, and, like, the the woods are just absolutely silent, um, and he's going to, like, double-check and just kind of make sure that you guys are truly alone. 
one moment, please. Um, and he will get out um, a bag of some white dust and he's just gonna start kind of scattering it in a circle. And he says, step inside, please. I step inside. Uh, he snaps his fingers and uh, a magic barrier appears around the three of you. And he says, Four. What was that? Four. Maybell. Four? Oh. <laughs> she can't. Wait, what? 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 Why four? Maybell? Four people. Four people. Did I say three? Yes. God, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the guy, Mel, Maybell, Bartholomew, and Silver. Oh, I'm doing my best here. Okay. Um, the four of you step into the circle. Um, he snaps his finger and a, fingers and a barrier appears. Uh, and you recognize this as a magic circle. Mm. Speak quietly. Uh, if there are any spies about, they can probably still hear us. All right. What's what's going on? Why are you hiding? I'm actually a world-class vampire hunter, and I'm here to assassinate Strahd. Well, that's wonderful. We also want to assassinate Strahd. Can you not hear me? I can hear you. It's just, you're so Very loud. Very loudly. <laughs> Please step back, miss. You don't <laughs> have to get that close. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was doing the 12-year-old the gamer thing from the 90s. <laughs> uh, I need heels. Um, <laughs> is that a girl in the chat? No. Um, we, we have so little time. Um, <laughs> I'm a world-class vampire hunter, and I'm here to assassinate Strahd. Well, that's wonderful. We also want to assassinate Strahd. Yes, and you're doing a terrible job of it. Why? Nobody told me this plan. Wait, you didn't know? No. Oh. Well, we will have a discussion when we get back. Speaking I'm upping of... my rates. <laughs> Speaking of it? which... Oh, I, I also owe you some money. Um, he's going to pass... Uh, Bartholomew, a bag of gold. Thank you. You take these side you. jobs while you're working for us. Man's got to eat. Fair enough. I actually don't have any money, but. Wait, what? I mean, I have <laughs> items that I can sell. We just haven't had a moment where I could sell them. Yeah, she hands him one of her rings. No, I don't. I don't want that. You keep it. Well, you can hawk it for money if you need That's, it right now. I, no, this is good for now. You, you know what? We have a time constraint. Let's just. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Rick Tavio's just kind of watching you guys go back and forth, just sort of like, "Am I chopped liver here?" Oh, I just sorry. revealed that I'm a world-class vampire hunter, and you guys are talking about getting paid. <laughs> Please continue. Am I right in assuming that you are the ones that took the holy symbol of Ravenkind? Who? The holy symbol of Ravenkind. The powerful artifact that I had yes. scrolled away in my hideout. Yes. Yes. We did. Do you even know how to use it? Yes, I know how to use it. Can you use it? Not currently. Can you use it? Yes. Oh. 
well, we require it. I'm sure. I'm sure you do require it. And all of the rest of the artifacts that Madame Ava gave you the locations of. So we've been told. You do realize that Vistani are the spies of Strahd. You do realize that um, racism does not pass in the Dale lands, and therefore I don't <laughs> racism. think Racism! <laughs> you, you think that what I'm doing is racism? You taught your creature to hunt down a child. Yes, well that wasn't because of prejudice, that was because of vengeance. Vengeance. Against a full race, yes? Just to be clear here, um, Melareska, the Vistani actually do work for Strahd. Like, they are his spies. They are her, sorry. They are the only people allowed to leave Barovia due to her permission. So what did exactly they do for Strahd? They are her eyes and ears. They tempt adventurers out in past Barovia's borders to come in. And you took us there because you think that they're spies. Madmave is not that bad. Right. So are you telling me that they are bad or they are good? I guess they're like people. Some are good. Most of them are bad. If it makes you feel any better, I'm going to have to put Sasha down. Oh, that doesn't make me feel better. I mean, it's bad that you made her hunt Sani, but why are you putting the, the poor thing down? If I'm being honest, I got distracted, blinded by my own thirst for justice. And I took my eye off the prize. There is no place where I can keep a creature of her size and danger. Not while I'm on the run like this. And if I can't just release her, she will hurt people. Well, she could be retrained. Do, do you, I look like a man that has time to train this beast. I, I can't even feed her. Well, perhaps I can. Someone, I mean, you don't need to just kill a creature such as this. I, I've never seen a being like this before. Where I think exactly, it, are you, where are you going to keep her? I mean, I don't think. Right now, tell me, where will you keep her? High route How will you feed her? With a stick. With a stake, where are you a going stick. to get a stick? Yes, put the food on a stick and give her the food off the stick. What food? Meat. Where Kill a cow. Going, where are you going to get it? Trust me, I don't want to do this. But it's the responsible thing to do. Do you not know a spell called Calm Emotions? You live in a wizard's tower. Do you not have the capability to read its magic? I'm afraid my magics are a bit 
specialized? Well, if you give me, if we go back to your tower, defeat the creatures outside of it, will you allow me access to the books that are inside? Do you have that capability? I don't know what to do with you. As of right now, everything has kind of gone to shit. Well, I'm trying, all right? I seem to be the only one in this godforsaken realm that is trying. Well, trying might not be enough. At least it's something. Seems that people here have given up and I'm not accepting of this. After 400 years of bad influence, I think, you know, getting your spirit broken for that long, you kind of give up too. And who says I'm giving up? I'm just putting it I'm just starting with a clean slate. By murdering an innocent creature that you have trained to be this way, mind you. Ow. I'm sorry. (laughs) She doesn't like it either. She doesn't like Um, me yelling. (laughs) Listen. I understand that this is my fault, and I take responsibility for that. But this is what has to be done. And if you don't like it, you don't have to watch. Speedy. She kind of turns to him. Logistically speaking, to feed a animal that large, that amount of meat, would put a village under. Are you seriously suggesting that he put this creature that has not seen the light of day in a a long time to rest? It's either that or it's going to starve. I don't know what kind of food source you wish to feed this creature. There is a shit ton of wolf meat in Valaki. In any other scenario, she suffers. This is the merciful thing to do. Can you keep her for another week? (sighs) You cannot... Listen, I've tried. I've tried to make this work. If you can prove to me that you can set up lodgings for her, make sure that she'll be fed. What if I free this town, this whole place? Then will she be all right? Give this me whole a week. Place. Give You're... me a week to make head on that. And then we will talk. Are... You're talking about slaying Strahd in a week. I've done more and less. That's not true, but I <laughs> have the belief. <laughs> We've only been here for three days. 
you have got pluck. I'll give you that. But I'm afraid the answer is no. And as he says that, uh, everybody make me a perception check. I don't want to see the saber tooth die. Well, that's why he's trying to do it in the cave, so you don't have to watch it. <laughs> brother! You're not even here. Perception, he said? Mm-hmm. Uh, 17. Oh, samesies. Oh. Nice. Then you guys definitely see this. Um... On top of the hillock, uh, <laughs> glaring at you uh, with predatory shining eyes, um, bared drooling teeth, and a shaggy, massive fur-covered form is a werewolf. Do we recognize this werewolf? Uh, it does not have the distinctive scar over the eye. This is a different werewolf. Um, Speedy? Um, Speedy puts his hand on Silmi's shoulder, shoves her aside, and the light of the crossbow sparks with electricity as he points it at the werewolf. All right, as you do that, um, the werewolf is going to smash the wooden door of the lean-to, and Sasha immediately comes bounding out. And we will resolve that when we come back to you. <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, Steshen, Irina, and Kefris have uh, come up to visit the abbot up in the Abbey of St. Markovia. St. Martikov. Martikov. There's a lot of M names in Barovia. Martikov. All right. So when we last left off, the abbot had spread his hands and said, there's plenty of work to be done at the abbey. Um, and as he says so, uh, the bell that was ringing above uh, stops and you hear um, a, a clumping and scraping sound from above. And he says, oh, well, that would be Clovis now. I'll have you help him. Feed the patients. Um. I'll. Uh, uh, who's Clovis? Is, is oh. that what that is that what that bell means? Is that it's feeding time? Yes, indeed. And Clovis would be my martinet. My martinet, my assistant. Um, here he is now, and uh, you see a figure, um, about dwarf-sized and shaped, um, kind of dragging a enormous cauldron uh, down the stairs of this belfry. Um, and he's kind of walking strangely. Um, and you see him shift his hands um, and bring his other arm around. And instead of an arm, he's got an enormous crab claw that just like clink onto the cauldron. He lifts it and he shuffles down the stairs. Um, and he puts that down, turns around, kind of wipes his brow. And um, you see that he's got very goat-like features. Um, he's got a 
shaggy goatee and um, two horns coming up, almost like a satyr, but the horns are broken. And um, he's going to reach into his uh, jacket with that crab claw and pull out a bottle of wine and Uh, Clovis, these people will be helping you today. And Clovis turns around and says, Oh, uh, hey there, I'm Clovis Bellevue. Pleasure to meet you. And Kefris Malreska, it's a pleasure. This is Maria. Ah, good. good to meet you. And uh, as he kind of turns his head, you can see that like what you thought was like a weird growth or like a hump on his back um, is actually a second head um it's very small kind of deformed um and it just kind of has like this infantile cherubic face interesting and he will approach and kind of reach out with his human hand to shake hands with each of you i will meet him with my gecko hand i i have them both so that's all i got oh would you look at that you sure you ain't a Bellevue? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Are you all Bellevues here? Well, most of us are. But, uh, some of us, not so much. Um. Oh. <sighs> so, who exactly are we feeding today? Well, everybody. Well, Mostly the people I like. Uh, I mean, you should feed everybody, regardless. Yeah, of if you yeah, like yeah. Them. That's that's what the abbot keeps on telling me. Uh, all right. How about this? You point out the ones that you don't like, and then I will feed them. Okay, fair enough. Um, and he will go to lift the cauldron, kind of like oh, slip with his crab claw. I, and... I will. I will take the cauldron from him. I am a I am a strong boy. I will I will lift for him. Oh wow. Look at the muscles on that guy. He just kinda swats Stetchin. He is a uh, very uh, uh verbose. Having grippy hands really helps when you're trying <laughs> not to drop things. <laughs> oh, isn't that the truth? Um <laughs> Meanwhile, um, the abbot has kind of stepped aside with Irina, and he seems to be eager to show her a thing or two about um, uh, various divine um, spells and things. And um, he tells her that he uh, could use some help teaching Vasilka some manners. So, like, they're going to be dealing with that whilst you guys go and feed the patients. Um, and Clovis will uh, take you at, like on a grand tour of the entire abbey. Um, you learn that the lady um, who is tied to a post outside um, with the spider mandibles and the bat wings, her name is Marzena. Um, and he will take out a ladle and kind of scoop some soup gruel stuff into a wooden bowl and put it on the ledge of the well just kind of carefully like at a distance um he's all like yeah don't go near there uh that guy uh found out he likes killing people and uh we we just prefer if he stays down there for now oh 
and as he like is just kind of smiling at you you see a hand come up out of the well and take that bowl and pull it back under and and the hand does it have any weird deformities about it as well or does it look relatively like a like a people hand it uh actually looks kind of like webbed um like a frog's foot i see good and that was not marzena that this was a different one marzena was the bat spider oh yeah that guy's uh that guy's mishka okay I knew a Mishka once. It's a fairy tale villain. Uh, yeah, Mishka, he likes killing people. Uh, you've already met the gods out front. That there's Zigfrick and Otto. Zigfrick has this thing where she thinks that everybody else thinks that they're better than her. And then there's Otto, who actually does think that he's better than everybody else. All right. Very entertaining. Zigfrick is uh, female, male. Yeah, Zigfrick's the, the the female one, and Otto's the guy with the uh, the funny laugh. You know the he he. The very yes. distinguished laugh. Yes. Yeah, the he he. The donkey oh. like praying. Yes, I, uh, uh, I, I enjoyed that. Um. Uh, uh, so when you say that you are all Bellevues. Or most of you are Bellevues. What does that mean exactly? Oh, well, uh, we're all either originally like first generation immigrants or, you know, descendants or we've been adopted into the family. You, when we first came here, we were all a bunch of sickly lepers and things. And uh, the abbot fixed us up, but uh, you know we didn't have no fingers or nothing. So uh, we asked him if he could fix that up, and he tried. And uh, <laughs> well, you can see how that turned out. So it's more of a shut up, Zidfrick. So there's more. I've heard this mule before. Lord Dickhead is afoot. So. Bellevue isn't necessarily a family name, it's more of a closer to like a found family name or just a title that is given to, to Well, it you. started off as a family name, but you know, like we've all just kind of uh, started to adopt that. We all look the same, so might as well go with it. I don't think that you look the Takes same. Takes another swig from his wine. I don't think that any of you look the same. You all look incredibly different. Very distinguishable. Yeah, when you think about it, we're all kind of unique, special snowflakes in our own way. It is very, very... Wait, snowflakes uh, look different? <laughs> when you look really close at them, yes, the crystalline structure is very funny. Every time I tried, I always breathed really hard and it just melted in my hand. Oh, you catch them on glass that's been outside. Ah, I see. We'll have to try so that So with, uh... You're like us Bellevues. Uh, what's your deal? Uh, I am, like I've said, I'm I'm not uh, of the Bellevue family. Uh, I yeah, but you got all this shit going on. Uh, that I do. It is as I have been told by my dear friend Stetchen here uh, that it was. Uh, it is actually a a blessing from my deity. 
Yeah, now you're starting to sound like the Abbot. <laughs> How so? Oh, well, you know, he thinks that this is sort of a blessing for us, too. Uh, you know, of course, he's still trying to f fix us. Keeps on trying, keeps on trying. Not all of us survive. He can bring us back, but, you know, people don't really come back normal. What do you mean by that? Well, it's why, uh... <laughs> it's why Marzena wants to kill people. It's, uh... It's why... Oh, no, no. Hold on. No, it's Mishka who wants to kill people. I'm always getting them mixed up. You know, they're siblings. They're both Bellevues. <laughs> and and does anyone that the does anyone that the Abbot bring back turn into a Bellevue? No, no, no. That's not how it works. Well, if you would be so kind to elaborate, we we witnessed what I assumed was a miracle earlier in the day, but I don't I don't want there to be any unintended consequences. Oh well, see. <sighs> The reason we look like this, and he kind of like pulls up his uh, crab claw, is like he he uh, you know takes this into surgery and uh, puts it all together. So if if he had resurrected, say, an, a regular boy, just an average human boy. Would they also develop a penchant for murder or become different in some way? Well, they could, but, you know, it doesn't always happen. Like, for me, instance. Yeah, come here. Okay. A little closer. Yeah, Kefris will get close enough. A little closer. A little okay. closer. Yeah. Don't mind the baby head. I'm the only sane one here. He takes his wine and goes... As it would appear, you have been wine. incredibly helpful. The wine has curative properties for the ailments of the psyche. Yeah, exactly. And as soon as uh, Clovis turns around, I am going to shoot Stetchin the biggest fucking look of just like, the fucking boy, he's going to be all weird and shit now. <laughs> like I always say, don't even talk to me until I've had my wine. And, and Stetchin is like, of course. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Yeah, I, I like this guy. He understands. And the little baby head on his shoulder will actually stretch its mouth in a yawn. And you can see a little forked tongue flick out. And Stetchin, like, tries to look down its throat. And it's like... It, it looks like it doesn't really have one. It just kind of, it, like, there's no there's no hole in the back of its mouth. And then Stetchin seems satisfied with that and, and duly noting. Um, it, and he's been counting steps within the abbot, uh, the abbey, to, to try to map it in his head later. All right. Um, so, yeah, uh, the two of you give me insight checks. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's a ten. That's a ten. Okay. Three. Awesome. All right. Uh, as the day goes on, um, you are you are able to feed everybody in the abbey. Um, you realize that there are many creative ways that all of these patients have been locked up. 
in cells and tied to posts and in chicken coops and such. Um, but he is able, also able to point out all the people that he doesn't like, and Kefris, you will feed them, and they are very, very hungry as compared to the rest of them. How... Do we know roughly how many people are here? After going around and... I'm gonna say... 40 to 50. Okay. There are actual numbers in the book, but I can't be bothered to look them up. <laughs> That's alright. Um, Clovis, I, I do have one other question for you. Yeah? What is what is the deal with uh well with the woman? Oh which one? Tall one. Not, not a very eloquent in, in her manner of speech. Uh the abbot said that it was uh his greatest work yet. Oh, Vasilka. That's right. That's right. Uh yeah, he's always sending us down into the uh village to dig up graves and get new pots for her. Well, um, he's been working on her for a while. She's a bit of a fixer-upper. Uh, he's, uh, he's trying to, try to make the perfect woman, you know? And does he have a basis for this, or is he just going off of an ideal? Uh, hell if I know. All right. Um... Anyway, like, nowadays, she's usually just, you know, helping to guard some of the more violent Among Us Bellevues. I see. Um, she kind of keeps them in line. All right. Um, well, if we've if we finished up feeding everyone, uh, um, should we check back on the abbot? Yeah, sure. Unless you want to come upstairs for a jam sesh. I'm pretty good on the viol. And he, like, claps his crab, crab claw. <laughs> I would have assumed you were more of a castanets kind of person, but sadly... You know, a lot of people say that. <laughs> sadly, I, I, am not, uh, I am not musically inclined. I am good at uh, percussion, if anything. Well, I could always use a drummer. Uh, more of more of hitting things like bells or gongs. The triangle is much more up to my speed. What was that guy? Well, if uh, the abbot is unavailable, we could take a moment. <laughs> I was sure would love to show you my veal. And he's he's looking at Kefris like opportunity. <laughs> That's. Oh, you know what occurs to me? We've got that guy that's staying with us right now. I wonder if he's in right now. Or if he needs food too. Which guy? Oh, the, the guy in the red coat. Yes. He's a hermit. Yeah, he's up in the barracks, usually. Check on him, indeed. Well, we've been. All right. Kefris, do I know if you speak any other languages? Um, I, I would assume that we might have covered it during the night that we spent exchanging notes. Uh, yeah. 
I speak common, elvish, and celestial. Alright. Um, I, I say to... Uh, oh my goodness, why can't I think of this guy's name? Clovis? What's, Clovis. Thank you. Um, I say to Clovis in celestial, and I'm like, say, uh, auto spraying is very funny, isn't it? A what? I'm sorry. I can't hear you. You're very quiet, actually. Oh, uh, I say, auto spraying is very funny, isn't it? But I say it in celestial to see if he, if he understands celestial. <laughs> Sir, you got a, uh, you got a funny way of talking, man. Hmm. Oh, excuse me. I, it's, um, I speak sometimes to, uh, and then I turn to Kefris and just kind of dropping that conversation and I say in celestial. See, see, Hermit is um, is my former master, and he is not a good man. And yeah, I'll respond in celestial. From what you and Arabelle have told us, I I wouldn't assume so. So I would not mind uh, investigating his lair, as it were. And Kefris will kind of look back across the courtyard uh, towards where Marzena is tied up. And he'll just sort of nod. Just, yeah. Okay. All right. I, I, I have trouble sometimes. I say to Clovis in common, uh, speaking the common tongue, I, many languages are in my head. Oh, well, that's fine. Many of us from the outside speak, uh, and I'll say celestial, but in celestial. <laughs> Give me a deception check. Boy, howdy, is Kefris bad at lying? That's a five. All right, well... Would I have advantage from using the language? <laughs> This guy is not very wise, but a five is not going to be enough. And it's all like, listen, guy, most of us are from the outside. You can't bullshit me. But keep your secrets, you scamp. He is indeed a scamp. And I reach up. <laughs> Must have said a bit. All right, so you guys want to go and investigate Rick Tavio's room? Yes, please. All right, you find that it is a very hastily set up situation. Um, you can see that he's got a bag full of monster hunting gear um, and he's traveling very light. It seems that he wants to be able to um, pick up and go at a moment's notice. Um, but you also see that he has basically put up some pretty basic wards on the doors and things. Um, what in particular are you looking for? Oh, just the, the the confirmation that the hermit is indeed uh, uh, Rick Tovin. Um, Rick Tavio. Um, you are like digging around and such. Um, give me a investigation check. Hey, gladly. Actually, get advantage. <laughs> Dual 15, so 22. 
22. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, you are not able to find any clues um, revealing the uh, actual identity of the hermit, but um, by conversing a little bit more with Clovis and a little confusion and some back and forth, you are able to discern that the hermit is not Rictavio, but someone else, and that the rumor that you heard mistook him for the hermit. Okay. All right. Which lines up with the fact that the abbot told you that he hadn't seen the hermit um, in months. All right. Alright. I'm good. <laughs> Anything else? Not here, I don't believe. Don't need to play it out, but I, I totally would jam session with Clovis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Y'all can head back for a jam sesh, and as you do so, um, you see that uh, Vasilka and Irina have sat down together for tea, and Irina's trying to teach Vasilka like the basic, like, okay, no, that's a that's a salad fork. You can't use that. Um, like, just kind of teaching her all all of these mannerisms, and you can see Vasilka um, imitating all of uh, Irina's movements and such. Um, and the Abbot's just kind of watching proudly. Are you done? Yes, we fed everyone. Uh, even the ones that Clovis doesn't like, we made sure that they all received ample food. Clovis, have you not been feeding people again? And Clovis is like, guilty! And um, he just kind of like holds out his hand and the abbot smacks it. Well, I think um, if if that's all that you have for us today, I think we should all be going going back to uh, back to my sister and and our dear friend uh, Speedy. Well, you have done very good work here today. Will I see you again tomorrow? Um. I believe tomorrow we did have plans uh, for a quick trip, but maybe after that. All right. I would very much look forward to seeing you again. And I look forward to seeing more of the incredible work that you have been doing here at St. Martikov's. It is amazing. Some of the things you have done here. Miracles. Well, thank you. I, I do try my best. Um, I've been dabbling in things that are a little bit out of my specialty, but I, I feel like I've been doing some great work here. You have. Speaking of my specialty, uh, Kefris, would you like me to remove that dark spirit that's attached to you? The what now? Yes. Remember how you had us, uh, the, how I allowed you to sleep? Yeah, you told me to sleep, and then I did. You didn't say anything about a dark spirit. Yes, yes, please, remove dark spirit. That is possessing me. That would be incredible. Thank you. Yes, it was Maybell and I who spoke of it. Um, what? Sorry. Maybell didn't say anything either? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> we, we actually did tell you the spells we cast to get you to sleep, I'm pretty sure. No? Okay. No. <laughs> I was just between me and Maybell. Okay. Yep. 
Because I was already asleep when you cast the spell, and then you were like, look, now he's sleeping sound. What a good boy. And then you just it, left it. But we did talk to Silmi then, right? Yeah. Possibly. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> and I will uh, talk to you about it on the way back, I guess. <laughs> I, yes, if, if, if that is something that is is in your wheelhouse, I, I would be most appreciative. Well, first of all, I'm going to have to get a better prognosis. Um, doctor, have you been seen to him? Maybe address this session? Oh, um, I have, um, I, I protected him for one night and took away his exhaustion. It's, uh, I, I, my humble powers in the divine arts are minimal at this mm. point. Um, I, I see, I see. Well, and I'll I'll fill him in on the the vision I had, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, any other what I would believe would be pertinent information to what he might be doing. Mm-hmm. Yes, this this does sound familiar to me. Um, it appears that there is some sort of creature that is very well connected with the ethereal plane, and it has been stalking you and simply attached itself to you and is giving you terrible nightmares that siphon your health while you sleep. That would explain why I haven't been able to get a good night's rest and why I feel incredibly both weary and hungry every morning. Well, I mean, the hunger is normalized, but more so. I can pull this creature out of the ethereal plane and into the material plane, but... What happens from there, I'm afraid I, I cannot participate in, as you may have to defend yourself. I'm very good at that part. And Kefris just has his maul. I do not go anywhere in Barovia without my goddamn maul. No, that makes perfect sense. Too many scarecrows. If we should, uh, we should probably get your sister and uh, Bartholomew for uh, this endeavor. We will return. If you are to bring this creature out. All right. And, Irina, I do believe that you are going to be staying in this town, not, am I, are you not? And Irina will just sort of nod. It's like, well, know that my home is always open to you. At some point before we leave, I, uh, Stetchen will talk to Irina, but I can, I can email you that or something. No, uh, let's do it. DM. Oh, we've, okay. we've got time. I'm looking at the clock. We've got it. We're good. We can do okay. it. Um, Basically, the the gist of it is he's going to warn her that the the hermit or the entity that that may be showing up here uh, could be detrimental to her, Hmm. could want to use her as bait. Okay. Um, Specifically the hermit or like Rictavio? Do you give give Uh, the name? So... I have confirmed that that uh, the hermit is not Rictavio. Yes. 
Okay. So then I'm, but I'm still under the belief that the hermit is my master, my past, my no. ex master. Okay. No. Okay. So I'm still. Rick Tavio is your master. Perfect. He is not the hermit. Okay. All right. All right. He is also the person that is here. Right. Okay. But I don't know that. Because. <laughs> They were well, across town with him. Well, you know that his stuff is here. Okay. Okay. So you can warn Irina about him and be all like, hey, maybe be wary of this guy. Okay. Then, yeah, that's the way I'll go with it. I, okay. I, I crossed the wires there. Got it. Okay. I, I have one, I have one uh, observation, uh, observational point, I would guess. So, Vasilka, what does she look like? Vasilka? is a enormous woman who just kind of has like patchwork skin um, that's been stitched together. She has long auburn hair, um, which I will say is actually just kind of like on half of her scalp, but like she can flip it in a way that makes it look like it covers the whole thing. Ah. <laughs> like, you know, the world's longest comb over. That is, um, that's actually all that I was looking for. Thank you. Uh, mostly because they have, they have spoken about how these, and all, like, as we're walking down, just, Irina, I really do not feel safe with you in this town. I, you, <laughs> she looks so incredulous. I know, I know, I, I know. All you right. flubbed the words there, bud. <laughs> what? You said, I don't feel safe with you in this town. Yeah, I don't feel, I don't feel, oh, I, wait. I don't feel okay with the safety of Irina as long as she exists in this town. I believe that we all saw what the abbot could do. And this is walking very well away. Just politely <laughs> wave like goodbye. Thank you so yeah, much. Goodbye. I goodbye. do not trust that guy. Just going down the uh, the switchbacks of the mountain. Yep, talking very, very in hushed tones. I would like to I would like to again specify I am trying to speak in a hushed tone. Because every time I've been like, I'm going to whisper to this person, everyone in the fucking town knows what I'm saying. So I would like to specify hush tone i don't i don't think it's safe uh, you for you here i don't think it's safe for me most places are you no. want to be more specific yes i am going to be very specific about this because while we were talking to clovis the young man that uh is the assistant of the abbot he said that he and others have been being sent out to the graveyards around town to build Vasilka, to find parts, to find pieces, to bring her back to life, or at least to create a form which, as Clovis specified, the abbot has described as the quote-unquote perfect woman. I... Okay, weird. I am scared because you and her have very similar hair colors. They have killers that are part of the group 
of these people. He is offering to bring you into his home. You are technically a traveler. He doesn't know who you are unless you have told him directly who you are. So to him, I don't know if he has the wherewithal to not have an accident happen around you to the point where he could then take parts from you and put them onto his perfect woman. Or turn her into said perfect woman. It makes me very uncomfortable. Because again, I told your brother that I would keep you safe and I can't exactly do that if you're dead. Okay, interesting theory. Um, what do you suggest? I suggest the same thing that I've said previously, which is that you can come with us. If my sister and my and our ward, Speedy, uh, are interested in going back to are interested in going back to Valaki, there are places that I would like to that I would also like to check that are not in the town. Okay. In my dream last right. night, I if it was, it could have just been a bad dream from whatever it is that's been following me. It could be a different dream. It could be something else entirely. But I, I had a dream that those children called out to me from a house from before we met that said that they were still stuck. And I was the one who buried them. And I can't in good conscience rest knowing that I might have done wrong by them. Kefris, you did the best you could. Unfortunately, that is the fate of people in Barovia. You, you know this. We cannot leave, not even in death. No, not that they were trapped here in the land, that they were trapped under the house. Well, maybe being in their home is a better fate than whatever hell the afterlife of Barovia is. That or maybe they just need a real cleric to actually help them. Not just somebody who knows the words. Irina doesn't know what to say to that. I would suggest that we, uh, after we get the creature out of you, that we get some griffins and we fireball the whole Antag nest. <laughs> some griffins? Uh, um, Where are we going to find a griffin here? I don't know. It's an idea. But that whole place, it's a, it's, it's a, a volcano waiting to erupt and, and burn this town, this, this gem of a place to, to, to the ground. What, the Abbey? Hmm. Hmm. These mongrel men. They treat them like animals. Yes. It, it's... There's no actual... There doesn't seem to be any real care. There are people tied up. There are people stuffed down wells. There are others in chicken coops. There are others in cells. It would take me... That's not... I... 
Speaking as somebody who came from a church centered around the concept of suffering, this is inhumane. I'm not arguing with you, but fireballing the whole place I, seems that a was Stetchin's idea. That was not mine. <laughs> Distancing <laughs> that. Yes. I mean, sorry, perhaps sorry. what they need is someone who knows the words, who knows people and knows what is right for them. But I don't think that that's the abbot. It would take me 20 lifetimes to... to, 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 to we need... The, we also... madness. While we were talking with Clovis, he said something that was, again, very concerning. That when the abbot brings people back, there is only a very, very small chance that they come back, as he put it, normal. We watched that boy come back. And he's been laughing ever since. I don't know about you, but whenever I've come close to dying, laughter isn't exactly the first go-to that I have. He should be tired, he should be resting, he shouldn't be up and around running. You're not wrong, that does seem strange. What do you suggest we do? Find the right words, I suppose. Well, perhaps we can talk to him. Perhaps we can show him the error of his ways and teach him to be a good abbot. He, he at his essence, he is. Uh, he, he seems he too proud. Divine. No, he is divine. He, he, he just needs to. Yes. Change. All right. Let's um, let's find my sister. Yeah, where it. the hell are they? Um, as you guys uh, discuss this, uh, um, as you're making your way down the switchbacks of the mountain and entering back into the village, uh, let's cut back to Speedy and Silmi and get some initiative rolls. Okay. Also, um, <laughs> side 12. Note, 12, all right. We never named the y'all's horses, so I want um, LB and Steven to name a horse each. Chestnut. Trevor. <gasps> oh my God, I love them. Yes, that and Trevor. I I fear for them. Oh man. <clears throat> They're werehorses. They've been bitten by the wolves too. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I don't want to see what a were saber cat looks like. I do. Send in your fan art to at You can send right. it to indoor.adventure at gmail.com. Send me all now, your Now Speedy, fan what art. did you roll? Nineteen. Nineteen hockey. All right, so y'all have horses. Um, they are mount. They are mounts. The way that we're going to run that is that they go on your initiative, um, and you give them commands on what to do. If you are on the horse, then the two of you just move at the same time. Okay. Didn't we dismount though? Yes. You did okay. dismount. Okay. I didn't know whether or not you'd still be on the horses. Could you just imagine talking to Rectavio in this magic circle and then Speedy's head is popping out above the magic circle <laughs> sitting on the <laughs> What? I cannot hear you. 
Get down here. Okay. <clears throat> okay. This is happening now. So here is the earth. Mm-hmm. We're all screwed. Round. Round. Okay. Um, so here's what's happening. Uh a werewolf has just busted open the lean-to, um, and a hungry, uh, angry, and scared saber cat has now started bounding towards the horses. Um, and at the top of the round is the werewolf, who is going to start sprinting off into the woods. Oh, what a bitch. Right? Um, before he leaves, um, he locks eyes with Bartholomew, and you can see his nostrils just sort of flaring and taking in your scent. Um, this werewolf has brown fur, whereas Laszlo had a more gray fur situation going on. And once again, Laszlo had the enormous, uh, claw mark across his face that was very conspicuous. Um, and once again, you recognize that this werewolf is not him. And so that werewolf goes sprinting off into the woods, and then it is you, Speedy. Fuck. Oh, boy. There goes this. Can just. Speedy gets in front of Sasha. (laughs) Do you now? All right. That's what Speedy do. And I'm gonna use an animal handling check to try to calm her down. All right, hit me. I can't, you're too far. (laughs) Hit me thematically. Uh, 18. 18? All right. Um, Sasha is going to pull up short um, and kind of sniff at you. Um, it seems that she recognizes you from back in Balaki, and um, she starts sniffing around your hands looking for um, treats, and then when realizing you don't have any food, she kind of snarls at you. <laughs> He's like reaching into his like pouch, using like interact object for some jerky. All right. Uh, the horses are a little bit freaked out, but they know they are trained too well to run um, unless they are told to. So they just kind of paw at the ground nervously and uh, look to you for orders. Corner of the mouth. Silmi, Maybell, get on the horses and are- go. All right. Um, so next up is Sasha and, um, hold on, there's four of you. Uh, she kind of looks around with wild eyes, um, searching for an out, um, and the four of you are kind of circled around her. Um, she is going to attack someone. Oh, hey. (laughs) <laughs> That's Rictavio. Um, randomly determined, she is going to slash out at Rictavio. Oh, God, that was a natural 20. <laughs> She's going to fucking eat him. 
So I had the idea that we could just bring Sasha back to the locker and have her hunt down werewolves in the forest. That'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Gets like her supply of meats. Eight, nine. Have my nine, dad train her. Train a bunch of. Five. 21 slashing damage on Rictavio. And um, then she makes a run for it, uh, provoking an attack of opportunity from Speedy and also the Rictavio, I will say. <clears throat> Speedy just turns his head like, oh man. He's not going to take it. All right. <laughs> Rictavio is going to take it. Um, and that is not going to hit because remember, Sasha is wearing armor. Um, so Rictavio, um, <laughs> just gets like pounced to the ground, um, and you see her open up wounds on his shoulders, um, and chest, and he, uh, manages to pull his sword out of his cane um, and slashes at her as she bounds away and um, she just starts disappearing into the woods. Next up is Silmi. Uh, Silmi is going to use press the digitation to um, create a loud spark in front of her uh, to kind of uh, switch her movement from being away from us to corralling her back towards us. And she's gonna pull out all seven rations that she has and she's gonna try to, um, she's gonna try to how to train your dragons this thing. <laughs> Great. All right. So she, yeah, she's just gonna like, it's all right, it's all right, look. Sorry, I started put- waiting for I started <laughs> waiting for a roll and um I guess give me an animal handling check. Alright, that's gonna be great. Slow on it, kitten. They're asleep. But that was a five. That wasn't very good, kitten. We'll All right. talk about that later. That hold on. Six. <laughs> I'm I glad I waited. Because I have food. <laughs> Um, Do I get uh, disadvantage because I have food? <laughs> uh, that spark um, like pops off right next to her ear, um, and you see her kind of do like that sideways cat jump, you know, and like <laughs> arch her back, um, and that just gives her the zoomies, and she just bolts even farther. Um, oh no, she's running away. <laughs> Rictavio uh, uses half his movement to stand up and realizes that there's no way he's going to catch up with her. Um, and he just curses under his breath and um, you see him put a hand on his chest and uh, start to heal himself. Um, and if, unless you guys are going to make chase, then we are going to jump out of initiative. Nope. Nah. Nah. Why would that werewolf free her? Who knows? Maybe though they have a plan for her. Evidently fortune pisses on me again. God, hey, hey, hey. You stole a wizard's power. <clears throat> Let's not 
that for wizard's tower right. has been abandoned for years and i don't like your tone and yet it is still not yours and you are not a wizard i am a little offended but it's all right it's fine things are fine. i don't have to i don't have to be a wizard i'm just right and he starts to walk away Catalnew leans over to Maybell and goes, next time I'm going with Kefris. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> well, at least we found something out. Did we not? Were you paying attention? No, there was a giant saber-toothed tiger attacking me, so, you know, I had Speedy. my things. We know where the vampire or the uh, the werewolf is that bit you. Somewhere near the wizard's tower. Yes, therefore, getting his blood will be that much easier. Why do you think I wanted to go on this endeavor out in the godforsaken wilds of Barovia? So we do know where he is, but he is surrounded by a pack of other werewolves, and we have a single silver dagger to our names. And yet, we know where he is. That is more than we knew earlier today. Great. Now, if you have a plan formulated to infiltrate their base camp and get said blood without any of us dying, please come up with one. Did we not kill werewolves before? No. Those are regular wolves. Those weren't werewolves. Those were not werewolves. Those were regular wolves. Well... It being said, we, if we can kill a wolf, we can kill a werewolf. And if we can kill a werewolf, we can get its blood, and we can free you from this curse. We're 50% of the way there. M- at miss, le- miss, my entire village is dedicated to hunting wolves and the werewolves, and it takes a team far larger than us. Well, if you... We are intending to go back to your town anyways. If you would like to get a brigade together... To go hunt these werewolves, again, we know where they are. We can go to them. We can ambush them. Is that not correct? There is going to be a lot of deliberation on this. <laughs> there is a risk-reward that happened that, that must be taken into account. Speedy, she grabs his hand. If I can save you... Any risk is worth it. Oh, no. I was talking about the village. (laughs) Oh. If they don't want to sacrifice the manpower to go and hunt down a pack of werewolves that we do not know the size of, can't really go there. But hey, there's hope. There's always hope. As long as I am alive, there shall be hope. And in that this... sets off a red flag. Get on, ho- <laughs> get on the horse. We are going inside. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Maybelle, get on the horse. <laughs> Maybelle has been on the horse for the past five minutes. Oh, I thought we were going. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys ride back to the uh, town with little incident. Um, Octavio has already left you. Um, you. I'm going to warn the guards that there's something big and nasty in the forest. Don't kill it if you can. It's only misunderstood. The guards inform you that there are many big nasty things in the forest and that's why nobody leaves. <laughs> um, so 
dropping off the horses. Um, Steven and LB each roll me a d20, just flat. Gods, why? Talk to Maybell. Trevor got a 14! <laughs> what a good Trevor! A good Trevor. 19! 19. Alright, so uh, Silmi and Bartholomew make it back first. Um, you find um, <coughs> uh, Maybell, not Maybell, Arabelle, you know. God, I knew this was going to be confusing. The child. Um, is playing <laughs> is is playing some sort of game with her Taroka deck with Ilya, um, and like after like it, like he he just kind of like is like chuckles after like pretty much everything he says just sort of nervously, um, and when she gets a chance she kind of like side mouths to you just like there's something wrong with this kid. He was dead a few hours ago, so probably. <laughs> I don't know. He just doesn't seem right. Would you like to go for a, a Bless walk? you. Bless you. Thank you. That came up that came about very suddenly. I wasn't ready for it. Gesundheit. Oh. Uh, she kind of throws her cards up in the air and she's like, Wow, I'm about to go for a walk. And then she <laughs> embarrassed scoops all her cards back up and tucks them away. It's like, let's go. All right. Um, have you, and as we walk away, have you um, noticed uh, any I'm sorry, we're going to have to fast play this. We sure. haven't got a lot of time left. Um, sure. What do you guys talk about? I just want to know if the cards have changed with Silmi. With Silmi? Yeah. Uh, no, they have not. Not with you, Kefris, or Bartholomew. Mm, cool. That's or cool. Steshen, for that matter. Great. That's great. Uh, Ilya has a card. Because of course he does, and um, it's—I don't know—something that means a madman. <laughs> I'll look it up later. Um, and the card for the burgomaster is the shepherd. Oi. All right. Uh, as you guys are walking, you meet up with Kefferson Steshen. How was the Abbots? Oh, it was a time. Uh, he said. He said, Maybell, why didn't you tell me that I had a dark spirit hovering around me as I was sleeping? You're the one? No. <laughs> All right, let's not, I, let's no, not no, point no. fingers at Maybell, no, no, Kefris. No, 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 Come no, no, on. No, no, no. no Might no, I point no, out no. she will be your sister soon as well? Yes, which is why I'm going to address her like I would my sister. Well, I mean, I had my suspicions, but I didn't want to worry you or anything. I just. Steshen knows better than I do. It's Steshen's fault. Wait, now I told Unanimously you. Steshen's fault, everyone. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I realize oh, now. I, I realize now that starting the blame game among all of you was a really terrible idea. I redact <laughs> all of it. The point being, the abbot has said that he can cure me. I wished for Speedy, both you and my sister, to be there because apparently I am being haunted by a creature from the ethereal plane and our dear friend the abbot can pull the creature from the ethereal plane into the material plane, in which case we are going to lay the smack down on it 
So that way we can yell, we can all communally yell, piss off ghost, and watch it die. Van Entil, does silver work on spirits? It would not be a spirit because it would be in the material plane. Whatever is afflicting you. Tommy just looks at Kefris. How do you know that? Because the abbot told me. Uh, Steshen, give me a arcana or religion check. With, oh, yeah, never mind. I was going to say with advantage because I uh, finally realized what, how Blood Hunter works, but off camera, we decided that he has divine sense instead of the Blood Hunter bullshit. Yep, exactly. But I do have advantage on that skill because of my knowledge cleric. Aha! So that would be a 21. 21? Yes. Dang. Okay. Um, yes, silver would help. Um, it's It is good against uh, pretty much anything that you would need um, in, in a purely mechanical sense. If it wouldn't be harmed by a magical attack, it would be harmed. Okay. Or it, it wouldn't if it wouldn't be harmed by a non-magic weapon, then it would. Silver will get the job done. Yes. Cool. So go back to the abbot. Now that we're all together, ask him to bring the thing forward. We kill it. How much do we trust this abbot? Not at like all, but this is the best job that I have because otherwise I'm just going to wither away and die. You will not. He probably will. Mechanically speaking. <laughs> Sister, this is something that I have been living with for the last several days. This isn't me being, this isn't pure hyperbole. This is me speaking honestly. If we don't take care of this, I will die. Then Arabelle's card comes true. Just don't trust him. I don't not either. As but much not... as I would hate to be proven wrong. All right. When All of the NPCs are here. <laughs> when does... I will. I will be there every moment for it. I will make sure that he is doing what he is supposed to do to the letter. Stetchin, you seemed like you had something you wanted to say. And once the spirit is out, I will cast the protection from evil upon you, and it can't get back in for a duration. Better than nothing. better than a lot of things. Actually, it is. <laughs> Thank you. So, that is Do what I would recommend. Hmm? Do you want me to come? I would like for you, if anything, to inspect the child. Which child? The one that just got brought back to life? We found out some information about the abbot and the resurrection process as a whole that he goes through, and I would like to... I'm curious, to say the least. I am not necessarily a healer, but I will talk to him. And Arabelle kind of pipes up, yeah, and I have some insights as well. Uh. I will confer with this one, then. If the two of you 
would be able to at least talk to the burgomaster, talk to the child, see if this was the way that he was acting before. Irina, you were there at the at the abbey. You understand what what we're afraid of. Of course. Let us know. And we'll try and make it back in one piece. You we better. will make it back in one piece, Kefris. No promises. All of you had better make it back in one piece. Eh. Um, and she's going to start to walk away and then just kind of turn around and be like, you're not just trying to get rid of me, are you? You realize that I am the only one who's like, keep coming with us. I don't... It's fine. Let's just say... I'm not trying to get rid of you. I'm trying to keep you safe. That's what I was afraid of. Uh, and she'll just uh, walk off with Arabelle. She's very pretty, isn't she, Kefris? Subjectively, yes. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> As we're making it up, the switchbacks, I was like, oh, by the way, there's a saber-toothed tiger running around the forest. Yeah. Long story. Is it? And a werewolf that released it. Well, I yeah. would assume there was a werewolf. When we came in, the guard said, hey, by the way, this forest is full of werewolves. Is the saber-toothed tiger the same one that we saw back in the other town? Yeah. Oh, yes. Stetchen, your your master is is, is, a, is about. Uh, I think he's... um An asshole? The land. Well, I also think he's an asshole, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> He wants to All kill right. the saber-toothed tiger. I'm not okay with it. I'll just, you know. Well, you do realize that the saber-toothed tiger will be hunting Arabelle forever. But, but no, it can be trained to do something different. How old is the saber-toothed tiger? It doesn't matter. Old saber-tooths can learn new tricks. I am not sure if it's a new trick when it's your diet. Yeti could learn a trick when he was 14. You shut your mouth. He was a very different creature. And we did not feed him people regularly for 14 years and then suddenly say, let's not feed you people. I'm, I'm just going to say it's not the same. Wow. Fine. <laughs> Um, Better to agree with Somi than argue with her. <laughs> this is the conversation that occurs as you guys make your way back up to the Abbey. Um, you get back to the Abbot, and um, the it is afternoon, and the Abbot actually seems to have been setting something up in the courtyard outside of the actual Abbey proper, but like within within like the outer walls but like outside of the like inner spot where like you're gonna disturb any of the patients and he's just kind of standing there waiting for you we're all here we can deal with it later never mind it's just conversation are we all ready kefris nods yes what do you need us to do uh well um those of you who are of the faith, pray. Um, the rest of you um, have your weapons ready. I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to participate, but I will draw it out. Will this harm Kefris in his uh, physical state at all? 
not what I'm going to do, but whatever the thing that comes out does, I cannot vouch for. Is it a demon? Not necessarily. She looks to Maybell. <laughs> I have a sense that it's some sort of undead creature. Gross. All right. <laughs> Grabs her spell look. And whatever it is, it's not happy with Kepnis. You just abashed Maybell, too. Undead. Gross. <laughs> She's not normally undead. You shut oh, up. Try to stress. Stop trying to make things worse for me, okay? Okay? This is why I don't date women, guys. This is why. Because they're undead? <laughs> oh, because they turn it. You know what? We'll talk about it when you're in person, all right? We'll okay. talk about oh my God. Okay. So Bartholomew okay. draws right. weapons and drags. The abbot approaches Kefrist. Um, where does where where would everybody like to stand? I was going to be kneeling with my maul on my lap, head down, and I was going to be praying. One of the two okay. things I wanted to do beforehand, uh, I wanted to alchemically put silver pieces on the ends of his maul. Oh, interesting. Can you do that? Why not? All right. Give me a check of some sort. Let's okay. say... Ooh, this sounds like Arcana to me. Okay. Well, I, I, I am an alchemist. I, I do have the skill, ability, and tools and supplies okay. to do it. Then so. um, if you don't have proficiency, then give yourself proficiency. For you do. <laughs> um, and also have advantage. All right. Uh, I will actually look it up. Because I want it to be 21. Um, <laughs> um, what's, oh, the, what's the lower number? Oh, the lower number is really bad. Is three. The other is 16. And uh, except it, oh, tools uh, uh, don't have a, anyway, sorry. I'm just, I'm, I'm just giving it to you, man. You, okay, okay. You, you, your, your number is a 16. You get a 16. You're welcome. It works. Um, but just for this fight, it's gonna rub off by the end of the fight. That's fine. That's eh. anything else that you oh, would like no. to do? Any one of you? Oh, um, Bartholomew is standing a few feet behind Kefras. He's pulled okay. out his short sword and dagger, drags them across his arms, and lights them with electricity. All right. It's not really necessary. As she pulls out her book. It's where sort will, of blood hunting magic, so yes. Where will Silmi be uh, Kefris? Um she would like to be able to pull him out of his circle as soon as she can. Okay. So you will be very near to Kefris? Yes. Um uh, Silmi, are are you gonna be attacking with magic? Uh, hopefully I'm going to be pulling my brother out and then attacking with magic. Okay, because I was going to, I can throw a sanctuary spell on you if you need it. I mean, if you want. Alright, let's set it up that way then. I will, I'll give you the sanctuary. That way you can sanctuary. get away. Alright, so, um, Kefris is kneeling on the ground in front of the abbot. Silmi is, um, to the side, um, ready to pull him away. 
if need be. Um, Steshin is next to Silmi and Bartholomew is behind Kefris. All right, so um, the abbot is going to approach um, and say, are you ready? Yes. Uh, he will reach out and just kind of put a hand on your forehead and say, come out. And then he will step back and um, the rest of you will see this. Uh, a figure just kind of materializes um, in so sort of like superimposed over Kefris um, and will step forward and turn around to face Kefris. And you see that this figure is a little old lady with uh, long, dirty, stringy hair. Um, and she's wearing just kind of like a gray sackcloth uh, dress and shawl pulled up over her head. And she just looks very frail and um, she has a very ugly sunken face. Um, and she just goes, <laughs> I told you you would regret that day. Kefris. Pull my brother the fuck out. <laughs> I want to stand up and tighten the grip on my maul. And I would like to use my bonus action to rage and say, you don't control me anymore. And then, boop, if I can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, give, me, give me an attack roll. Uh, that is going to be a 17. A 17? Yes. That is going to hit. Give me some damage. Okay. So I am raging. Uh, where's my little flow chart that I have set up? Okay, cool. So it's 2d6 and then 1d6 of radiant. All right, so we roll those. So then that is going to be for eight points of bludgeoning damage and then it is going to be five points of radiant all right and then i would nice. like to make a second attack okay uh go for it because i have a silvered weapon so i'm hoping this is doing something uh, is it 24 to hit? Yes. Okay. And then... That is going to be a total of... Nine points of bludgeoning. And then... Uh, that is going to be five points of uh, radiant. And five points of radiant. Okay. Um, that Maul um, gets her twice in the gut um, and she just kind of leans over um, as though like she just kind of like you know ran into a counter top you know like she, she does not react as though she is receiving lethal blows um, and she just <laughs> look at you you're just a husk of your former self but then again so am I. Uh, and she transforms. Um, and when I say she transforms, I mean she basically kind of 
whisks back into a uh, disintegrates into like this dust um, and is whirled up in a uh, wind. Um, and like these scraps of hag basically start whirling around uh, the battlefield. Um, and it, it's as if there are just like little pieces of her that have been uh, turned into this storm. Um, and she whirls up into a much larger floating form um, with just kind of these ethereal trails coming off of her. And you can see different faces appearing um, in her new body. And um, everybody roll initiative. Okay. Good. 19. Same. Hey. Five. <clears throat> Maybe you're so quiet today. Really? Hmm. You can hear me though, right? Yeah. Okay. Smaller. And this is so just to just to get a good idea of it. This was the figure yes. that was pushing the cart. Yes. Morgantha was her name. Billy won! Billy won! Fuck you! <laughs> She's undead. That means Billy won! Oh, yeah. Stashin, what did you roll? So why isn't she haunted? Because you killed two of her children. Seven. Okay. <laughs> You're the one that she swore vengeance against. <clears throat> wouldn't eat her pies. Jerk. Aww. All right. Uh, one more. Okay. I usually pre-roll these, but there were some last-minute additions. Wink, wonk. <laughs> All right. So at the top of the round, it's going to be speedy. Uh, casting Hunter's Mark on her. All right. And, you and then Speedy pounce, drawing the silver dagger and stabbing into her for the 16 hit. Yes. Cool. I deal four points of lightning damage. Four and points of lightning damage? 20 points of slashing. Dang. She looking hurt. Um, your uh, dagger rips into her body. Um, um, and it just seems to be made of whirling rags, um, and you just cut a line down her back, and she's like, Rah! Uh, Capris, it's you. And then, uh, yeah, Capris, as she yells, he's just going to yell back louder, uh, and then just keep trying to bring the smack down if he can. Uh, he's gonna use a reckless attack. I didn't need it, but let's see it. Uh, so that's a 20, uh, 25 to hit. Uh, yeah, I think that hits. Okay. So then that is going to be for uh, nine points of bludgeoning damage and then seven points of radiant. And okay. then second attack. Go for it. Uh, that's a natural one, so it misses. 
All right. So um, as your radiant light uh, kind of smacks down into her soft uh, ethereal body, um, you can see little scraps of gray hag uh, just starting to like go up in red flame and just um, and then she uh, just kind of like roils in anger and pain and she's like, you killed them! Um, and these shadows uh, just kind of spurt out from underneath her um, and spread out uh, in a circular motion towards the edges of the battleground. And they come up in these silhouetted forms and just kind of reach around uh, various people's heads trying to strangle them. Is she casting and a spell? She is not. Okay. Check it. This is just something that she do. Ha! Gross! Does All it right. make it a spell-like ability? Oh, wait, no, that's not Mage Slayer. Never mind. Never mind. Alright, um, there is one each going for Steshen, Silmi, and Bartholomew. So this one's going to be for uh, Steshen. Oh, okay. 16? I'm under the belief that is a hit. Okay. Oh, just hit. Alright, this one's for Silmi. Uh, so Silmi's got Sanctuary on. Okay. What does that mean? She, he's got to make Disadvantage? a... Uh, first... Will save? To do anything, yeah, you have to make a uh, believe it is a uh, <laughs> blessed be wis session. wisdom wisdom save in order to attack to attack at all. All right, well that's a four on the die, so that does not work. Um, I don't think he's going to do that. Then. Um, and this one is for Bartholomew. Um, you one ten. You one hit a fourteen. Okay, that's not going to hit then. All right, so um, this is only for Steshen. You are going to take... You're going to take eight necrotic damage. Okay. And your strength score is reduced by four. Okay. By four? By four. All right. That is it. Okay. For them. And then it is Morgantha's turn. And what she is going to do is um, she has just kind of not stopped screaming from when she was attacked. And um, she is going to make a terrible, terrible noise. And everybody needs to make a DC 14 wisdom saving throw. Let me know if you make it. Made it. Dirty 20. It says 14. Mm -hmm. All right. All right, Kefris, you dumb dumb. Let's see how this goes. More than 20. That's four. All right. If you failed, you are going to take death. Wait. <laughs> uh, protection from evil. He's uh, He has advantage on that save. Isn't Sanctuary a concentration save? Or a concentration spell? Because yeah, you have yeah. to drop one or the other. Is it? Sanctuary is concentration. But and protection it, from good and evil is also concentration. Damn it. All right. Yep, I guess. I would have uh, much rather you had it on Silmi than me. Okay. 
I kind of figured you would. Yep. <laughs> a soft, soft child. <laughs> On a failed save, you're taking 18 psychic damage. <sighs> Half of that on a success. Oh, God. Also, if you failed, you are stunned until the end of your next turn. <sighs> um, and only Kefris failed that? Yeah. Okay. So I have it down that Kefris is stunned. Now it is Steshin's turn. Alright. Um, so... Stetchin, um, he's got his, uh, his moon, his silvered moon blade out, and Mm -hmm. he, uh, he focuses on it for a second, and he starts to shake, and you see the white, like, like, white vapors come from him, and his veins on his arm turn on the back of his hand, and where you can see down his arm kind of turn black, and the blade erupts in, like, white ghostly fire, um he's enacting his blood right but he has his is a soul right rather than blood and um so yeah and he's then going to attack with said blade and um hopefully hit let's see it (sighs) uh beyond 20 but dirty dang you guys are rolling really good all right let's see it Woohoo, woohoo. Da da right. damage. Eight. And then it's technically fire damage. And so, what is the Blood Hunter uh, damage die? D4. D4. All right. <laughs> you said that like you're a Blood Hunter or something. Yeah. What? Who? Who said what? I am what? I oh. did not say that this is a blood hunter magic thing to seal me a few minutes ago before the fight started. Hey, what? Right. What? So, what are you talking uh, about? Uh, Eleven with the the stabby goodness. Piercing. All right. Damn. And then another four with the fire. Alrighty. Um, she does not like that. Um, you slice a bunch of those rags in half, um, and she is just kind of like toppling and whirling, kind of like a a uh, a, a Beyblade at the end of its ropes. It's a, she's a, a top that's that's about to fall over. She's not been so hot. Uh, now it's Sylvie's turn, and now I'm Clovis for some reason. Hey! Oh my God! DM uh, Clovis. Can I get her in a line? <laughs> hey guys, I'm doing spell. commentary. Sorry, what was that? Can I get her in a line by herself? Uh, yes, you, yes you can. Um, you'll just have to step right up next to your brother. All right, cool. Uh, nobody is within uh, a line of thirty feet of her, correct? Correct. All right, cool. I'm gonna say she needs to make a deck save, and I'm gonna say, "You will not hurt my brother anymore." And I'm All gonna right. cast a scorcher. Who? Oof. Yeah, six is probably not going to make it. No, it's a 14. Um, so, eight, wait, 12, 14, 21 damage on that. Because I cast the third level. <laughs> That's 21 fire damage? Yeah. Okay, all right. How do you want to do this? Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, she steps up and she just declares that she shall not hurt my brother anymore. And she just... Uh, I think it's a dragon's 
Yeah, yeah, she flicks up that dragon scale and it hovers in the air for a moment and just a a flame of fire licks out from her hands, just illuminating the area for a little bit. And then it comes back and she's like, oh, um, yay. And all that's left on the ground is just a, a smoldering pile of rags. Uh, the shadows that had appeared behind everyone and tried to accost you um, instantly melt into the earth and just kind of wriggle and writhe and disintegrate. And that's my brother, except for me. Uh, is a very shitty outlook. Kefris, your your turn comes around and you are no longer stunned. Um, and you come to to see that uh, that pile of ash in front of you. And I will... me has cast a spell adjacent to you. No, uh, <laughs> I I am going to walk over to the pile of dust that's on the ground. Uh, and uh, He'll say kind of under his breath, um, I killed them. I did kill them both. And now you're dead too. And if you keep coming back, we're just going to keep killing you. As many times as it takes. <laughs> Says Stetchen. Very like, no. Because he's going to gather the dust. <laughs> I was just gonna speak oh, words at it. <laughs> so Kefris is standing dramatically over this pile of dust, and then Steshin approaches and starts. Some <laughs> <laughs> little alchemist tools. Yeah. A little little dust pan and brush. Uh-huh. All right. Um, well, there's a couple things to do before we wrap up. Sure. Um, well, things to do as we wrap up. Um. Okay. So. Assume that the abbot says something creepy and, but you know, also kind of endearing as you guys walk out. Um, you know, I don't know about him. What, <laughs> I don't know about that guy. Uh, what? And Clovis uh, is also dis- like comes walking down the stairs with his veal and then is disappointed to see you guys leaving. And he's like, oh. <laughs> and he like he holds the fret part with his crab claw and like you know that kind it's of like a like, capo. <laughs> So it makes you wonder, like, how, how on earth does he play that thing with the craft claw? Anyway, um, you guys, what is your plan? What is your plan for today, the uh, rest of this day? Very quickly, I'm going to approach Stetchen. He has said he knows how to work an alchemical supply, and I will hand him six ghoul claws and ask that he make them into poisons. Oh, he has frozen, it seems. He's writing. Oh, yeah. he's writing. No, oh, okay. Sorry, I was <laughs> ghoul claws down. I'll look up what I can do if I can do anything with that because I don't. Believe. I've been oh. making my way through a coffee here. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, we we can come back to that later and and like assume that you okay. did it. Um, okay. But yeah. we'll 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 figure that out uh, in post um, session. As you uh, the, the first time you find yourself alone. Um, a shadow will darken your door um, and a man in a red coat uh, with a light shining off of his eyes will be standing there. So, we meet again? 
for the last time. No. Um, <laughs> um, I told you to go. I told you to stay home. Yes. And it's you just yeah not giving him the satisfaction. He just kind of sighs. Stashion, I need your help. <laughs> Interesting. Is it with the genocide of an entire people? The only people who can leave this place? We've talked about this, but I think he would be interested in preventing that. Sasha got away, and I need help hunting her down. Yes, I, I was told about this earlier. And yes, I will help you. After that, we have to part ways again. Yes, I would expect. Will we be trading some notes this time? Or are you keeping everything to yourself still? I don't know. Can I trust you to listen to me instead of those voices in your head? <laughs> no, you cannot trust me. But I cannot trust you. So let us both become stronger to fight the evil. Let's go. And uh, I try to make provisions to keep Arabelle here. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Burgomaster is amenable to that. Um, Irina will approach Kefris and Silmi. Yes, dear. Um, this is strange. Um, you two received a le letter today. We did? Wait, well, who's it from? I, I, I don't recognize this insignia. Um, and she will hand you this letter. It is a uh, very neat, pristine white envelope with a um, stamp on the front uh, in red wax, and it's very intricate and ornate. I would love to open this. Um, give me an arcana check. Uh, uh, oh no, why would you say that? Oh, I'm sorry, I said it was, we were wrapping up and then you <laughs> made you- Put okay, all my uh, dice, no it's let's fine. Take no, it's 10, fine. take 10 for your arcana. What's what's your, no, just I add- it, they're right here, it's right here. <laughs> she gets less than 10. I got a 10, but it's plus something. My arcana oh. is plus six, so but you 16. actually are taking 10. No, I got wow. a 16, okay? It's a okay, 16. yeah, no, T taking 10 means assume that you rolled a 10 on your die and then just add your proficiency. Um, so uh, remember when you got a letter from Lady Walker way back when? Oh, yeah. And you were all like, oh, shoot, this is magic shit. And it's like, yeah. um, and it's like made so that only a magic user can open it yeah, up. Yeah, Well, um, this one is like that, but like the fanciest goddamn version there is. Um, and you know that everything that's written in here, like it, it basically has zone of truth cast on it. Like it, it cannot lie to you. Oh, solid. Okay. All right. And you pop that bad boy open. Yes, I would love to pop that bad boy open. All right. Send me the thing. 
I opened the wrong duck. Dear <laughs> As you do. As I do. <laughs> All right, share Corey's diary. <laughs> Dear diary, today I'm, I met a very beautiful dragonborn. His name was Blake. And now it's Arjan. And I'm trying to find where freaking... Where is Elvie? Why haven't we talked in forever? And now we're we, <laughs> When we never talk we anymore. Have, we have talked recently on my list. I don't know what your list looks like. I, I talked to a lot of people. All right, I sent it to you. Ow. Would you like to share with us? Oh, yes, I shall share with you. Lord and Lady Malresca, at least they got our titles correct. It seems my Chamberlain was mistaken when he told me you were not worth, uh, worthy of notice. Congratulations, you have my attention. Kephris, mm. we have her attention. Look, we've uh, only met one Chamberlain. I'm saying this is a bad time now. I know. Know that it is I who have brought you to this land, my home. And I know that I alone can release you from it. Oh, Jesus. I bid you dine out at my castle so that we can meet in civilized surroundings. Your passage here will be a safe one. I surmark that I await your arrival. Ismark. Oh, Ismark and I, oh, fuck. <laughs> Ismark and I will await your arrival. He is an honored guest here. But I am afraid I trust only you to return him home. Divine with me at Castle Ravenlaw, or dine with me at Castle Ravenlaw, and you will leave this with Ismark unharmed. Your host, Strahd von Sarovich. Oh, hi, Ismark. And that's where we're going to leave off. Oh, good. Well, good. fuck. And in the dark, we say fuck. So, first off, I would like to say, Danae, thank you for running this incredible game. This has been excellent. Thank you to everybody who decided to stop on by and join us for this evening. Uh, let's do some sign-offs. Danae, where can we find you? What do you do? My name's Danae Keener. You can find me at DanaeKeener.com. I do nerdy drawings, mostly related to D&D, &D, uh, and a lot of stuff on this channel. Um, I also am Coriander... <laughs> the Eldrin Paladin on Mondays, and I run Curse of Strahd on Tuesdays. DanaeKeeter.com! Hey everybody, I'm RJ here on the channel, but you can catch me at RJustice282 on Twitter and Twitch, where I tweet about the nerdy things of my life. I'm here on Mondays as Caelan the Shatterkai Cleric, Tuesdays Bartholomew the Human <sighs> Ranger. I keep wanting to say Rogue. And also on Sundays, over on Pro Restarter's channel for the Cypher System, we're playing uh, a homebrew game called Phase. Um, we're not going to be there this week because we're going to be at Jinkin. Jinkin. Cool. I'm LB Hackamup. You can find me at LB Hackamup on the Twitters. I tweet about nothing, but I do retweet the things that I'm in. Uh, so you can find me Sunday through Wednesdays doing D&D stuff. You can't find me tomorrow. You can't find me Sunday, but next week you will find me at least Tuesday. And then Wednesday and Sunday. Uh, but I will be at Gen Con too. So please come say hi to me and you can hug me. It's okay as long as you don't touch me inappropriately. And we'll be great. We'll be friends. It'll be fine. Danaekeener.com. <laughs> All right. Graybeard, where can we find you? What do you do? Graybeard to Graybeard's Tavern. And uh, it's Graybeard Tavern. I finally got all my branding done. 
uh, you know, thank you for helping me with that uh, indoor. Uh, you can find me a lot of places. Check the Twitter and it'll lay out the schedule. New seasons of things are starting up for me. So uh, yeah, going to be some Monster of the Week and going to be some Ravnica D&D over on Pro Restarters channel on Wednesdays before you can catch me on Damn It Berry's channel <laughs> um, for Salt Marsh on Wednesdays. So you get a twofer for me on, uh, on Wednesdays uh, starting on the 14th. Um, other than that, love Gen Con, love hugs. Um, if you touch me inappropriately, I'll elbow you and then we can be friends afterwards. Uh, but until then, um, come, come check us out on, on Gen Con. Love y'all. Over to you, Indoor. And hello, if you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you do not, hey fella, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the Indoor Adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash Indoor Adventures, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We got our homebrew game on Mondays, we got Curse of Strahd on Tuesdays, and then we have our own Ghost of Saltmarsh slash Acquisitions Incorporated game that we play on Thursdays. So if you like a little bit of corporate silliness mixed in with some sea shanties, Thursdays would probably be the game for you but we also have if you are interested saturdays at 11 a.m pacific standard time are our community days and the weeks where we don't end up getting enough members of the community to actually uh be able to play a game why uh, i have gundams that i want to build on stream so if you're looking for some gunpla Hey, buddy, how's it going i have one right now that i will build so there uh also we do have a Patreon set up at patreon.com slash indooradventures, but sadly, because we all need to either rest or do other things this evening, such as get ready to travel to Jenkin, uh, there is not going to be a Knights in the Courtyard for tonight's episode, but... Hey, hey, all of these people are going to be in the same place at the same time at the Gen Con, so maybe we can figure out how to do a live nights in the courtyard amongst each other. Mm, we'll figure it out, and that's half of the things that we do on this channel. So, I would like to say thank you so much to Danae for running this game. Thank you, Greybeard, again for being an incredible guest, and we will see all of you guys next time. All right, everybody. Bye-bye!